love. Some would say it took a backseat when the pandemic forced us apart. As a family-run and proudly Canadian-owned company, Charm Diamond Centres saw the need to bring us together with tales of love and created the Canadian Love Map podcast. Since then, we've shared hundreds of real, uplifting stories that prove love conquers all. So thank you for listening. We couldn't do it without you. And remember, love starts here. Fred, you weren't going to miss another chance, were you? No, I think as soon as I held her hand and kissed her cheek out in the driveway, I think I knew I'd lost my heart again. Hi, I'm Nancy Regan. This week's love story is one you're going to want to share with everyone you know. It belongs to Florence and Frederick, a couple who dated in their teens and reunited 65 years later in 2020. A Valentine's phone call prompted a whirlwind romance, and as you'll hear, the sparks are still flying. And Fred and Florence join us now. Hi there. Hello there. Hi. I have been so excited to talk to you too. Well, we've been we've been looking forward to the talk as well. So let's go back, and if you don't mind, let's start at the beginning. Tell us about how your original romance started. I uh, I think it just started by uh, going to school every day. Uh, we we walked to school in the morning. We walked home for lunch, and we walked back to school after lunch, and back home again at the end of the day. So. We did see each other three or four times a day, even even if we weren't in school, we were walking to and from. Was that even through elementary and junior high and high school? I guess, I guess uh, it was mostly junior high, yeah, before we started to uh, uh, be interested in one another. And tell me about that. Well, we uh, there wasn't much to do, you know, in a small village. You know, we didn't have movies or anything like that. I had no telephones. So uh, you just got together when you could, either either after school or after church. On a Sunday, we might go for a walk. And uh, we got to know each other that way. And Florence, what do you remember about dating back then? And he was my first boyfriend, we call it back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was probably only 13, and he was maybe 15, 16, 16, when we did start dating. Uh, but like you said, we lived in a small community of about 22 families, and there was very little in entertainment. entertainment. So you had to make your own. <laughs> Most we did was, it would be a better movie, but not like you have it today. We only went to a two-room school. It was uh, just two rooms, wasn't it? Two high school and yeah, an elementary. Wow. How long did you date for? I, I guess we dated for two and a half to three years. Uh, yeah, I would say about that. Oh, that's a long time at that age. Well, yeah, but we, we didn't see each other every night or anything. <laughs> it was maybe two or three, one or two times a week, maybe, or something like that. Well, isn't yeah. that great? And what became of that romance? Well, my sister was getting married in Sydney, Nova Scotia. And my dad was very busy with the fishery. And he said, uh, Fred, I want to give you money to go up and walk down the aisle with, with your sister. Although she was six years older than me, but... 
So that's what happened. I uh, I left home to do that on August the fourteenth. Uh, of what year? Of nineteen fifty four. And what happened then to the romance? Well, I I did my duty as walking her down the aisle on the fourteenth of August, and then I had a little bit of money left over that my father had given me, and I. I decided to get on the train and go to Ontario, Toronto, where my uh, brother was working. So when I got up to Ontario, it wasn't long before all the money was gone, and I had to get a job or do something, and uh, so I ended up getting a job, and uh, that kind of ended the romance, I guess. Sorry to say. And in the meantime, Florence, what were you doing? I was doing grade. 10 and 11 in school at home. And I guess I didn't, I don't know. I can't really remember. I might have got one or two letters, did I? Hmm. Maybe. Anyway, I was kind of heartbroken. You know, I was probably 15, my first love. And he went away for two weeks and and he didn't come back. (laughs) So I guess life went on. That's all I I know at the time I was heartbroken. Oh, how much I cried. I remember that much. But anyway, like I said, life went on. and I did, I did go back home uh, after about a year and a half for a visit. And uh, I kind of was still thinking about Florence. I had no other go- girlfriend for three years after I left home. And, uh, but I had found out that she had gone to summer school to become a teacher. And so she wasn't in, the, you know, the vicinity that I was and uh, didn't really get to see her, although I was hoping I could check in with her and see if she still <laughs> had any feelings for me, but it didn't happen. Maybe it wasn't meant to be. You snooze, you lose, Fred. Uh, I, agree, I agree now, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you went back. Florence was no longer there. She had been left heartbroken. And what became of your relationship after that? Nothing. Well, <laughs> nothing between us. Uh, I uh, I finally got a girlfriend up here and ended up getting married in 1960. And uh, Florence got married in 1960 as well in Newfoundland. And so we had no, no other connection until 1997. There was a come home year and I, I took my family home and I did meet her for about five minutes. On that visit. A come home, is that, you mean like a reunion? Yes, yes, come home year, yeah. Was it for the school or the community? No, the community, about three villages got together and uh, decided they'd have all, everybody that went away that wanted to come back and, uh, and celebrate would come back, which we did. That sounds like a party to me. Yeah, it was a, a party that lasted maybe a week and a half or two. <laughs> Isn't that funny? And you had five children, Florence. Fred, did you have children yes. as well? I had two children, yes, boy and a girl. And you were both married nearly six decades. Right. I was married just two months short of 60 years, yes. And I was 67. Oh, my mm-hmm. goodness. Well, and, and blessed with happy marriages. That's amazing. But unfortunately, I understand you both lost your spouses, Lynn died in uh, 2017, so uh, he was gone about three years before. Yeah, my wife, my wife passed away in 2019. Mm-hmm. So, it must be incredibly difficult 
to lose a partner who you have lived with and loved for that long. It is very hard, yes. Yes, it was. It was tough. And, uh, yeah, well, we, we both have uh, brothers that are older than us that are in a retirement home in Marystown. Oh, yes. And they played a role, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Uh, Florence was down there because she still lived in Newfoundland. She went to visit her her brother in the, in the nursing home and uh, spoke to my brother while she was there. Yes, and so uh, he had told me that his uh, Fred's wife had passed. And he said, I'm going to give you Fred's number. He said, I asked Fred, and Fred said, yes, fine. He, it's okay, but she'll never call me <laughs> because we had no contact through the years. And that was in uh, November, I think. So I just kept the number. I probably never intended to call him. I don't know. But you kept the number. I kept the number in my phone book, and uh, it seemed that I couldn't get him off my mind. I don't know why that was what the reason was, but it seemed like I, it kept, it kept coming back and I dreamed a lot about Wandsworth and he'd always be in it, but he was always walking away from me. <laughs> so I guess back through the years, it still was there. Isn't that, that he interesting? <laughs> yeah. So interesting. But you obviously forgave him because you eventually reached out and made a phone call. Yes. And, uh, well, Valentine of uh, last year, last February, it was very lonely. And all those special times are hard when you lose your partner. Mm-hmm. All the special events of a year. And Valentine's was very lonely that year. My friends had all gone out with their husbands and that. So, you know, so I said, hey, I'll call Fred and at least I'll just tell him, well, that, uh, and you know, to offer condolences and, and tell him that it does get easier. I had gone through three years, and he hadn't gone through that long. So I said, it does get it easier, a bit easier. And we talked about home after, didn't we? Talked about people we knew and growing up and things like that. And that's all I thought about it. We talked for a while, but we you talked. can tell a little bit about it. What was it like to get that phone call, Fred? Oh, I, I was very, very surprised, and I... Uh... Uh, we talked for about 40 minutes, and she talked and talked and talked. And I I, I would get a, a word in edgewise here and there, and I said to her, boy, I don't remember you ever talking so much when we were when we were teenagers. But you know, we, like I say, we talked for about 40 minutes, and then, uh, then I, I said, well, I'd like to have your number. And so I got her number, and maybe three to four days later, I felt the urge to call her again and talk to her again, so, which I did. So you found after you had that initial phone conversation, she was on your mind for a few days? Yes, yes, she was. And I, uh, it, like she said, you know, when you're by yourself, it, to have somebody to talk to was nice. And uh, I thought, well, why don't I talk, call, call her again? We'll talk some more. And, you know, before we knew it, it was three to four times a week and then three hours at a time. and. Just talking about everything under the sun. There's something about reconnecting with someone who knew you when you were that young. There's an ease often that is just still there after a long time, isn't there? We could talk the same language, you know, like we had grown up together. And well, like 
children in a small community. I guess we always played together when we were younger. And then, like you said, going to school, we all walked to school together. And I mean, like I always knew Fred, I always knew him. He was there in this little community with me. Hmm. Oh, there was that connection. And then we had been going out together when we were teenagers. So. What did you talk about for all those hours? <laughs> Good question. Everything, everything under the sun. <laughs> we talked about our, our relationship back when we were way back, and we talked about all the, the people we knew, and we talked about uh, our every, everything. Our everything. And, yeah, we talked about different things. There wasn't anything that we could not talk about. <laughs> All right. So once you grew up for about six decades, <laughs> you reconnected. And I'm dying to know how your relationship went from the phone pal conversations to seeing each other again. Well, when we got talking, you know, uh, I guess about uh, May or June, she said, uh, I have a I have a son over in Georgetown, which who lives just 10 minutes from where you are. And I'm going to come up to see him. And I have a also have a son in Ottawa. So then I'm going to, after I see the son in Georgetown, I'm going to go to Ottawa for a few days. And maybe when we get up there, we can go to Tim Hortons and have a coffee and see what we think of each other. <laughs> That's pretty straightforward. I love it. She got here on my birthday, which was July the 5th. Now, she, she had planned this all along without me knowing that she was going to be there at that time. I knew she was coming sometime. Anyway, when the, when that night, my birthday, when the party was all over and my kids have all gone home, and I uh, I figured, well, she should be calling by now. I don't know why she's not calling. Finally, she called, and I said, uh, are you in Springdale, where she has a son in Newfoundland? She said, no. I said, are you in Grand Falls? And she said, no. That's where she has an apartment. And I said, are you in uh, Norris Arm? And she said, no. I said, you're not in Ontario, are you? And she said, yes, I'm over at my son's 10 minutes away. <laughs> and so I said, you know, I'm going to cry now, but I said, uh, I want to come over and get you. She said, no, it's too late. It's 1030 at night and uh, I'll see you tomorrow. I said, no, no, I want to come to see you. I want to come and get you now. And she said, no, she still said no. <laughs> Anyway, maybe I'll let her pick it up here now because sure. I'm crying. Oh, well, my son uh, knocked on the door upstairs. I was up there, there, and he knocked on the door. He said, "Mom, get ready. I'm taking you over to see Fred." <laughs> so anyway, we left to come over to see him, so he can finish the rest. So I want to know, Fred, did you call the son? Did you did you enlist the son to help? No, no, I, I never met him before in my life. Oh, no, wow. No, and I. Uh, where was we now? Where were we now? Oh, yeah. I'm coming over. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, she You're not getting she, away this time. <laughs> she called now and said, well, we're coming over. My son says we're coming over. So I'm in bed, and uh, I, I rushed out of bed. I went out to the garage where I had a, a box full of seashells from Newfoundland, and I was going to put Welcome Florence on the driveway, and I couldn't find the seashells, so I ended up getting chalk and writing the, in big letters on the driveway, Welcome Florence. And I sat back on the chair outside and waiting, waiting for them. And then I thought to myself, you know, I should have some flowers or something. And she's coming over. I should have, have something to show that I'm welcoming her. 
And uh, so I strode, I live out in the country and I strode across my own lawn and then across my neighbor's lawn and stowed some flowers out of their <laughs> flower bed. Uh, a hot bouquet. <laughs> and brought them back. And, uh, and shortly after that, they drove in. I, I went out and shook hands with her with her son and said hello and, and said hello to his wife. And then I walked around the, the car and she was getting out of the back seat. I kissed her on the cheek, I held her hand, and we walked away to my house. I hardly ever said anything to the other two. <laughs> and uh, the son says, Fred, do you know where you have to take her home? And I said, yes, I know where you live. So He had looked it up. <laughs> so he was interested. <laughs> yes, exactly. Did your son give you a curfew, Florence? Ah, <laughs> uh, No. <laughs> Uh, I took her home around 12 o'clock. They did think that was a bit late, but... <laughs> but we had 10.30 when I got there. Yeah. And what was that yeah. first visit like? Well, you know, we were getting together, and we were we did kiss before the night was over. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, showed her around the house, and I think she was she was glad that I was interested in her. Mm. And uh, I think both of us knew... Fred, you weren't going to miss another chance, were you? No, I think as soon as I held her hand and kissed her cheek out in the driveway, I think I knew I'd lost my heart again. Oh, my gosh. Now I'm going to cry. Yeah. All right. So I gather the romance was pretty whirlwind then. Yeah, for for uh, thirty four days, and we uh, we courted from here to there. Like she would come over here during the day, and I'd take her home at night, and. And uh, 34 days we did that, but three days after we we met and were together, we were out shopping for wedding rings. Come on, three days. Well, I guess that's six, sixty years and three days. <laughs> sixty years and three days, yeah. And, and you know, did... my my kids was wondering what's the hurry? What are you doing, Dad? And and her children were wondering, too, why, why is she up there now only a week or so and she's already shopping for wedding rings? <laughs> so they were trying to put the brakes on everything, but we were we were full speed ahead. And have you converted them? Oh, they're, they're all so happy with us now, you wouldn't believe. We love each other so much that they can't help but understand that it was meant to be. We, we think God had a hand in all of this. Yeah, it didn't just happen. Wow, this is such an extraordinary story. Now, I'm I'm interested to know about the wedding. Well, we we shopped around looking for a place for a wedding, and we couldn't find anything because of the COVID. People weren't having those kind of weddings, and so I, I went to my pastor of my church, and I said, uh, "Look, I said I want to get married, and I want I want you to marry us. Can we do it in the church?" And he said. Let me think about it overnight. And he called me back the next day and he said, I think we can do it, but we can only have about 25 or 30 people. And that was okay with us. We just wanted family anyway. And his wife is in the catering business. So she put on a reception out, out in the gathering spaces of the church. And the church and the, the wedding was wonderful. Just it was lovely. beautiful, yeah. Wouldn't have been any better. And Fred sang to me as vows to me. And that was beautiful. I, I, I play, think everyone cried. I play the uh, accordion, the uh, button accordion, and uh, I wanted to sing to her at the wedding, which I did. 
And I, I, I sang a song by uh, uh, Skaggs years ago. It was Ricky? Rick, was it Ricky? Ricky Skaggs. Yeah, Ricky Skaggs. It said, I wouldn't change a single thing about you if I could. I love you, Jeff. I'm not going to let you get away with that. I'm going to ask you to sing it for me. Just a couple of bars. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wouldn't change a single thing about you if I could. I the way you know. are just suits me to a T. Isn't it? That's for did you want the accordion. Do you want me to get the accordion? You bet I do. <laughs> okay. You t- you talk to Florence then, please. Oh, my gosh. Florence, tell me about that moment when he was singing to you in the church. I don't think there was anyone there that didn't cry. Everyone cried. It was beautiful. We did our, well, we did part the vows at, with the minister, but uh, I had my own and and uh, he had sang, he sang his to me. And then he did have a little bit to say, you know, apart from that. But it, everyone was there, so it was one of the most beautiful weddings. Even the, even the, the reverend said, he said, I've done over 500. I looked up and I've done over 500. I think this was one of the most beautiful and the moving. I think it was the fact that after all these years of, you know, over 60 odd years that we were back together again. Eh? Wow. He really redeemed himself, didn't he? Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he redeemed leaving, leaving me the first time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did say to him in my vows, I said, Fred, you were the first young man to walk me home and you will be the last one (laughs) because we are 81 and 84. And I said, Fred, I want to be a helpmeet. I want to be a soulmate. I want to be your friend, your companion, uh, your lover and your wife. And I said, I love you, Fred. And I still love you. (laughs) Oh, he's going to sing to you now. I wouldn't change a single thing about you if I could. The way you are just suits me to a T. A princess in a storybook, a prince upon his That's what you are, and you are part of me. I wouldn't change you if I could. I want you as you are. You're all that I would wish for if I wished upon a star. An angel sent from heaven for everything that's good. You're perfect just the way you are. I wouldn't change you if I could. Your eyes, your lips, your tender smile, I'd leave them as they are. And come what may, I'd never change a thing. And if I were a potter and you were a piece of clay, the only thing I'd change would be your name. I wouldn't change you if I could. I love you as you are. You're all that I would wish for if I wished upon a star. An angel sent from heaven. You're everything that's good. You're perfect just the way you are. I wouldn't change you if I could. 
must the other he said. Then I said, uh, welcome to my world. I am so happy you're coming in. Miracles, I do believe, still happen now and then. Step into my heart and leave your cares behind. Welcome to my world. Now it's yours and mine. Oh, my gosh. No wonder there wasn't a dry eye in the church. There's not a dry eye in our studio right now. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That is just absolutely beautiful. Oh, like yeah. The past six years, six months have been wonderful, haven't they, friends? Yeah, the past six months have been wonderful, just lovely, and we are just happy, happy, happy. Happy, yeah. Well, it sounds like you've got a lot to live for. We also, I'd also like to say something maybe Florence don't want me to say, but Florence also bought a wedding dress and had a wedding dress in her suitcase when she got here. I told you he wasn't getting away this time. Oh, my gosh. Florence, I like the cut of your jib, as we say on the East Coast. (laughs) Very good, yeah. (laughs) When we were sweethearts back in Wandsworth, uh, every night I would would switch, flick my uh, porch lights on for her to let her know that I was saying goodnight and that I love her. And she would flick her uh, bedroom lights uh, about 2,000 feet away. Just across the cove. Just across the cove to say goodnight as well. Well, oh my goodness. This is just the best story I think I've ever heard in my life. Thank you both so much. I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed this conversation, and I'm just inspired by your story. It's really beautiful. And we hope it helps someone or in this time that we're living in right now. Okay. Email us anytime and talk to us whenever you want. Sounds great. Thanks, Fred. Thanks, Florence. You're welcome. Bye-bye now. Thanks so much for listening to the Canadian Love Map. If you love us, please subscribe and share. We'll be back next week with another love story to add to the map. This podcast is brought to you by Charm Diamond Centers, Canada's largest family-owned jewelry store. They are proud to be putting love on the map. And the staff at Charm Diamond Centers are thrilled to be a part of your love story too. So visit charmdiamondcenters.com or one of your local stores. Love starts here. This podcast is made possible by Charm Diamond Centers. It's hosted by me, Nancy Regan, and is produced and distributed by Podstarter.